0: You'll have had your tea. The doings of Hamish and Dougal. Today, the poison pen letters. Dougal! Hamish, you'll have had your tea. (laughs) Well, yes and no. Oh, an enigmatic reply, old friend. What do you mean? I was raising it to my lips when the telephone went. No. And if I find out who took it, then I'll know (laughs) beyond doubt Who's responsible, and no mistake. Aye. But that's not the half of it. No? I went to get my morning post, and I found this on the doormat. Oh, well, don't bring it round here. Go and scrape it off into the bin. Oh, no. I thought <laughs> ah, so you'd be interested. No, no, and, and wash your hands while you're at it. <laughs> oh, hello, look. There's something else on your doormat. Oh, really? Ah, it's a letter. It's addressed to whom it may concern. Aye, that's me, all right. <laughs> well, aren't you going to... Oh, are yeah. you going to... Yeah. Hold on, just your hands. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. You know me. I could never resist the sight of a loofah. <laughs> that may well be, but there isn't room in this sink for the both of us. <laughs> Oh, self, self, self. Go on, out you Out! Oh. Ouch. Oh. oh, that's better. Ah, now, pass me the wee rubber duck. <laughs> no, I'm going to see who's written me this letter. Oh. Oh. When you've quite finished toweling yourself down with the Arbroath Herald... Will you open the letter, man? Right. Oh, dog. I've got newsprint all over me. Oh, I see. Local man steals poultry. Stop reading your leg and open the letter. (laughs) Very well. Oh, green ink. Oh, so it's a green ink letter, is it? What does it say? Right. Uh, Where are my glasses? Where you left them, on the end of your... Oh, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Why do you keep them there? Well, even in the dark, I can always put my hand on them. <laughs> well, fair enough. What does it say? Well, it never complains. No, <laughs> sorry, sorry. The letter, the letter, the letter. Well, let's see. Dear to whom it may concern. At 14.07 hours on Wednesday last, a certain person was observed outside the post office mounting a bicycle without the consent of its owner. Oh, that'll be Bikey Bob, the saddle fiend up to his old tricks. It was not, as you might expect, Bikey Bob, oh. but an erstwhile upstanding pillar of the community. I will mention no names... Suffice it to say that the perpetrator lives at the big hoose. Oh, here's a mystery. Who lives at the big hoose with the laird? Nobody. Exactly. You're right, it is a mystery. (laughs) (laughs) Is is there any more? It continues. Yours sincerely, a friend. P.S. More will be revealed in my next letter. Look, there, on the doormat. Jings, that's an agile dog. (laughs) Down, boy. And there, next to it, another letter. Why? It's addressed to Theo Cupier. Theo Cupier? The occupier? He's not the occupier. No. Not at this address. I'd, uh, I'd better open it myself. Let me see that. No. Read the letter. All right. Further to my last letter, I can reveal that a certain housekeeper is not all she appears to be. Leading as she does a double life as a nocturnal pole dancer at the Caber Tossing Society's nightclub, Splinters. <laughs> oh, a housekeeper? I wonder if our Mrs. Nocte knows her. Mrs. Nocte, our housekeeper, you mean? Wait, wait a minute, it... No, no. No surely. no, I can't imagine her writhing round a pool oh, oh, oh. Well, you remember a lodger, Mr. Benedict from Gdansk. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was talk at the time. Aye, there was. Couldn't understand a word of it. Not the one. <laughs> well, there's only one way to solve the mystery of these letters. To the post office. Well, here we are at the post office. Why did you say that? (laughs) Well, it doesn't do any harm.
1: Oh! 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 Oh!
0: Mrs McAllister, whatever is it?
1: I'll be fine if you two cover yourselves up.
0: Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Two copies of the Arbroath Herald, please.
1: the newsprint doesn't come off, and it's a softer texture.
0: (laughs) Mm. Very kind, but uh, that's not why we're here. We have received communications this morning of a distinctly unsavory nature. Have any other letters passed through the post office written in green ink?
1: No, not one. I was steaming open the letters this morning, (laughs) and there wasn't one in green ink.
0: Steaming open the letters?
1: Well, what happened was... I happened to leave a pile of letters next to the kettle. And a few of them just flew open, eventually.
0: And none in green ink?
1: Not one, except... Except? Except this one to me.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. This Falkart bugle just hasn't got the staying power.
1: (laughs) Of course, I didn't believe the dreadful things they say in the letter. Not about Mr. Dougal here. What about me? About you worrying the sheep.
0: Me? I haven't... <laughs> I have never worried a sheep in my life.
1: It says here you do, whenever the moon is full.
0: Ah, uh, well, you didn't mention the full moon. I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where do these letters come from? What's the postmark? There isn't one. And there isn't one on the letters we got either. Then that means... These letters must have been delivered by magic. <laughs> yes, or by hand.
1: Oh, there's the second post. I'd better get the kettle on.
0: <laughs> Goodbye, I <Goodbye>. know. <laughs> Mrs. Nocti, you just missed Mrs. McAllister. <laughs>
2: a relief. <laughs> Why so? This green ink letter accuses our postmistress of... Doka I can't say it. Why not? It's in Polish. Oh. <laughs> Good morning. Your lordship, what brings you to the post office? I was just passing on my way to deliver these green ink letters by hand. <laughs> Letters by hand? Yes, there's one for each of you. One One for for each each of us? us. Are you going to stop that? Yes. (laughs) I must be on my way. Uh, Not so
0: fast, your lairdship. Why are you delivering all these green ink letters? Oh, that's easily
2: explained. Oh, well, I'm glad to hear it. I'm sorry to have troubled you. (laughs) No, wait. I'd like to hear his story. Very well, Mrs. N. The fact is I found this pile of post at the Big Hoose this morning with a note saying, Please deliver these green ink letters by hand, Tar very much, a friend. I am simply following orders. But if you didn't write these letters, who did? I should have thought that was obvious, Trixie. These foul documents contain dreadful allegations against me and you, Mrs. McAllister and Dougal. But there is one among us whose reputation remains unsullied. Oh, that will be me, I'm happy to say. Yeah, exactly. Here is the author of these poison missiles. Hamish! But... but, but I'll, I'll get the police. PC World. PC World? <laughs> Where in the world? PC World. <laughs> Aye, sir. Arrest this man. Aye, sir.
1: What's going on? Don't ask me. Please. <laughs> Hamish, thank goodness you're still here. That bottle of green ink you ordered, it's just arrived. No!
2: Hamish! Oh, Hamish! You stand accused of issuing a malicious document and common slander. Are you guilty? Or not guilty? Well, that's not for me to say. Did you do it or not? That's for me to know and you to find out. Dougal, you appear for the defendant. How does he plead? Not very well, by the sound of it. I'll enter a plea of not guilty, then. Oh, good. I'll be on my way. I haven't tried you yet. And you're not going to, Sonny Jem. Dougal, <laughs> is your client going to take the stand? Well, he's
0: a light-fingered wee tinker. I wouldn't put it past him. Fine friend, you are. Your lordship, I would like to call Mrs. McAllister. Well, I've got a number if that's any use. Uh, no, 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 she's here. She's over there. Mrs. McAllister, you have told us a customer made a regular purchase of one bottle of green ink per week at your post office store. Can you see that person in court? No.
2: No further questions. Dougal, would you be so kind as to remove that bucket from Mrs. McAllister's head, please? <laughs> Very well. (gasps) That isn't Mrs. McAllister. No, it's Meg, the mad bucket woman. No, this is ridiculous. (laughs) You're turning this courtroom into a circus. Do get off that trapeze and call a proper witness. (laughs) Certainly. Hopla. Nice dismount.
0: Thank you. I call Hamish to the stand. Well, here I am, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you're a lovely crowd. What do you get if you cross a caber and a lettuce? A salad that tosses itself. Ha! Ah, ah, ah. No, but seriously. Be quiet. Your Lordship, surely the facts in this case are perfectly plain. and My client is clearly guilty of sin. What? I'm sorry, Hamish. I told
2: you to hire a professional. Quite right. Hamish. You are found guilty of the most heinous crime ever to have been brought before this bench. You will be taken from this place to that place. And there you will serve your sentence of life imprisonment or community service, whichever shall be the longer. Ha! Community service, he says. After all, the community
0: service I've done for you.
2: I'm sure I don't know what you mean.
0: I think you do. Every week, buying a bottle of green ink for you at the post office, then delivering all your letters by hand to save on the stamps, and passing on all the wee bits of tittle-tattle and gossip from around the glen, plus being up at all
2: hours, peeping in through bedroom windows, and listening at keyholes. Case dismissed. Uh, You leave this court without a stain on your kilt.
0: Well done, old friend. I'm only sorry that the true identity of the poison pen fiend will remain forever a mystery. Who cares? Bring on the elephants! You'll have had your tea. The doings of Hamish and Dougal was written and performed by Barry Cryer and Graham Gardner, with Alison Steadman as Mrs. Nocte and Jeremy Hardy as the lad. Music was arranged by John Garden and performed by Karen Street, Andrew Davis, Roz Stephen and Scott Hammond. The producer was John Nesmith.